Business in the Okanagan Matters. This is Law Talk with lawyers Clay Williams and Tanvir Gill from FH&P Lawyers, LLP. They talk business and take your questions at podcast at fhplawyers.com. Now, here's Clay Williams. Welcome to another edition of FH&P Lawyers Business Podcast, where we discuss legal issues with, uh, well, usually with Tanvir, but she's not here today. I'm all on my own, but luckily do have a guest, Jessica Arlowski. Welcome. Thank you so much, Clay. I, have a, I hope you're having a great afternoon so far. Well, you know, I am having a good afternoon, but you know, without Tanvir, I'm feeling a little lonely. So thanks for coming to join me today. Oh, of course, it's my pleasure. And thank you so much for the opportunity to have us come and speak today. Um, I always love to speak. Anyone that knows me knows I talk way too much and way too long. Jessica is a Senior Business Development Manager for Stewart Title Guarantee Company. Have I got that title right? You do. Before we begin today, Clay, I just want to start, you know, my legal department says I have to give a quick disclaimer. So it's important for me to remind everyone listening today that the information I'm giving you is for informational purposes only. Homeowners or business owners wishing to confirm coverage contained within the residential or commercial policy should consult with their individual policies directly as coverage can vary. Always refer to your issued policy for each and every transaction when reviewing coverage. Legal departments, God bless them. Sounds like Stuart's uh, legal department is doing a great job. Way to go, Stuart. Thank you so much. As, as lawyers doing conveyances and doing uh, you know, purchases of real property, we're always ordering title insurance policies. And uh, uh, just for our listeners, tell us what title insurance policies are. Title insurance, it is an insurance product. It protects homeowners, business owners, the bank uh, from losses due to very specific risks. They could affect the interest in ownership in real property, so actual land. These issues um, typically are unknown or they're undetected at the time of purchase. The policy also can include things that are not necessarily on the title, things like tax arrears, or liens that sort of show up later on. You know, you've been doing this for quite a while. I think you told me when we were chatting before this started, you've been doing this for 16 years. 16 long yet very short years. But you still seem like such a young person to me because I'm like freaking old. And I remember when there wasn't title insurance. From my perspective, title insurance is a fairly recent thing. Like when I first started, there wasn't title insurance. You know what? You're right, Clay. Um, Title insurance is a a newer product in the West Coast. Now, I've been with Stuart Title for 16 years. So it's definitely been around a lot longer than I have. And it's been around um, in our country, you know, on the East Coast of Canada, a lot longer than that. As I remember it, when we used to do conveyances, we would get a surveyor. So the banks would require a surveyor to go in and make sure that a building structure was in within the, the four corners of the property. There wasn't any encroachments. Isn't isn't title insurance just basically taking over a the surveyor's role and saying, okay, we're just ensuring that it is within the, the four corners of the of the property lines? Absolutely not. Um, You know, that's actually a very common misconception, and we get that question quite a bit. Surveyors have their place in the real estate transaction, and they do such an amazing job, um, you know, at assisting in um, finding out where your lot lines are, where you should put your swimming pool if you're lucky enough to have one of those in the Okanagan. But, you know, title insurance has many coverages that a lot of people don't know about. So we do protect against things like survey-related loss, but there's, you know, other coverages that we have available. Okay, and the other thing, and and you you mentioned a bunch of them. I think, uh, you know, one of the things you mentioned was title fraud. 
That is correct, yeah. Boy, you sure hear about it a lot nowadays. So that's when somebody assumes uh, somebody's identity and goes and tries and puts a, a mortgage on, on, on somebody's property. Is that kind of title fraud? That is title fraud. Um, and, you know, we've seen a number of instances of title fraud, you know, not only in British Columbia, in Alberta, but, you know, I hate to say it, as well as the Okanagan. Really? Yeah, there's some scary cases out there where someone else has um, stolen someone's identity and then use that false identity to pose as the homeowner. And they could either, you know, assume the title on the home and they could either sell that property or they could get a fraudulent mortgage financing on that property and, you know, get those proceeds. Wow. Okay. And so, so you mentioned that and I think you still do insure against uh, encroachments and things. We do. Adverse matters that would have been revealed on an up-to-date survey, including on residential um, boundary walls and fences and not uh, boundary walls and fences on commercial policies. Okay, but what about some of the things that might show up on title after you do the search? Like, you know, I think to myself, builder's liens is an issue because you don't have to file a builder's lien for 45 days since the, well, whatever triggering event is used, but say for a residential house, you know, that would probably be 45 days after the substantial completion of whatever renovation your project is doing. Now, if the house was to transact uh, within that 45-day period, and one shows up after, is that something that title insurance covers? It is something that title insurance covers. Um, any l- unknown liens or charges that your client did not agree to or know about at the time of purchase. Okay. You know, one of the things that we do here is that we order title insurance for houses, not, not necessarily for strata properties, but for houses. We order a policy for not only the lender, but also the uh, homeowner as well. And and can you talk a little bit about that, why there's two different policies? Absolutely. Actually, one of the number one reasons we deny claims is because someone does not have a homeowner policy. So at the time of purchase, your lender may require title insurance as part of your financing transaction. So you as a homeowner will have to pay to purchase a policy that protects your lender. Now, the homeowner policy is actually an optional policy. At the time of purchase, you know, it's sort of up to the law firm and up to the homeowner to decide if they want to get that policy. And that one protects the homeowner. Yeah. And, and we just feel it's a, it's a good deal. You know, you, and so just so, so the listeners understand, if you ever get a mortgage, then the mortgage company is going to require you to obtain a title insurance policy for the lender, but it doesn't cost very much to also get one for the, the borrower, does it? It's an additional $50 at the time of purchase. So yeah. it's really a no-brainer. Yeah. And one of the great things about the homeowner policy is it is a one-time premium. So you're not having to pay that $50 every year, every month, every five years. Um, and it's good for as long as that homeowner has a legal interest in the property. So if you're going to buy a home and live in it for 15 years, that $50 policy will be good for 15 years. So if you look at it that way, it's an incredible value. You know, something that I've, I've struggled with is um, when we're doing a purchase for somebody who is buying a strata property or condominium, you know, it, it seems to me uh, that uh, part of the reason for getting a title insurance policy just isn't there and and you're just not going to have these encroachment issues or anything like that do you think it's still a good idea to to get a homeowner policy for strata uh, purchaser 
Absolutely. Um, we've actually yeah, had... why? Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you why, right. Clay. This is what I'm here to tell you guys about today. Oh, okay. So, yes, Strata title insurance for homeowners is extremely important. Uh, first and foremost, the Strata policy is actually a little bit cheaper than a standard single-family home policy. So you are saving a little bit money there because you don't have those extra risks that are sort of inherent, like we have been talking about, to survey-related loss but you still can be the victim of title fraud. You know, it it sounds pretty scary. It can be pretty scary, um, but we've definitely seen a lot of examples um, at Stewart Title um, and as well just in general in the marketplace where where people did have their titles taken from them and mortgages put on title for strata buildings. Man, it just seems like there's, there's just criminals lurking all over the place nowadays, doesn't it? Well, you know, if they can figure out how to do it, there's definitely an opportunity for them. Okay, so 50 bucks. I paid my 50 bucks. I've got my policy. How long is it good for? As long as you own a legal interest in the property. Okay, but what about if I go and remortgage? Uh, that homeowner policy still stays with you. So basically what we're insuring is your legal interest in that property, and that carries on even if you are refinancing. Oh, that's interesting. So I guess one of the takeaways to our listeners is, hey, you know, if you were buying a place for $50 or less, if it's a strata property, it seems like a pretty good deal. But if you are going and getting another bank, you don't need to to pay it again. You don't need to pay for your homeowner policy again. But if you are getting a refinance, you will have to pay for another lender policy. Okay. Okay. That's good stuff. Okay. Now, you know, I kind of uh, wish Tanvir was here today because as you know, she does a lot of real estate. She does. Uh, does a lot more real estate than I do. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I think I do do more than her is is commercial real estate. And uh, we are also are required by lenders to get a title insurance policy when with commercial real estate. What are the differences between uh, dealing with residential and, and commercial title insurance policies? Well, with the residential policies, they are fairly standard. And with the commercial ones, they are a little bit more custom. You know, we are able to offer different endorsements, you know, without getting into the legal technicalities of it, um, different endorsements that could apply to your specific transaction. Uh, Commercial policies also, unfortunately, are a little bit more expensive than the residential ones. But, you know, they are for different types of properties. And that's really what you have to remember. Um, It's for properties, like if you're buying a eight-plex, strata unit if you're buying a farm a leasehold vacant land property it's for things like big construction projects uh if you've seen the Kelowna skyline recently it's it's for things like if you're building a giant tower <laughs> okay well so tell me a little bit you got any war stories that you could tell us oh we have a lot of war stories i um i, I picked some you know we, we have a lot more available so if people do want to hear more sort of after the fact um they can obviously contact clay and he can provide those to you but um you know i picked some that were a little bit more commercial in nature because i know clay your practice um you have a lot of commercial and commercial instructing and financing in there. Our insured purchased a property that was 42 lots. If you can just imagine, um, it was a trailer park or mobile home trailer park. It it was located on this sort of larger property with 42 different mobile homes. Um, And it basically didn't meet the setback requirements. So there wasn't enough room between the road and the first row of mobile homes. They wanted to do some extra development, if you can imagine, on the property in order to like comply with the, the setback requirements requirements when they were redeveloping the land, they actually had to reduce the number of lots from 42 down to 32, which you can imagine have a lot of impact on the uh, the company's bottom line. Um, our policy covered the client for loss 
or damage for violation of any variation, encroachments, sort of adverse circumstances that would have been uh, disclosed by an accurate survey at the time of purchase. And in this case, we paid the insured the amount of the actual loss, which was $160,000, plus the appraiser's fee that they had to uh, bring out and get the appraisal on the land. That, so that would be an encroachment issue, I guess. It would be an encroachment as issue. So setback situation where they didn't quite uh, have it on the lot line. Well, darn title uh, insurance. That would have been a great lawsuit, though, as well. <laughs> that uh, you know, And I'm all about uh, lawyers participating in, uh, in lawsuits. Uh, so that sounds like something where they didn't have to sue then? Nope, they did not have to sue. We just got involved right away and paid out that claim. Oh, wow. And you know, actually, Clay, that reminds me, that's one of the things that makes Stuart Title very unique because we do support the lawyer's role in the real estate transaction. Well, I like that, too. <laughs> Sounds good. Tell me more. Oh, um, you know, Stuart Title, we like to support lawyers. Actually, our founder was a lawyer, and uh, we support the lawyer's role and believe in the lawyer's role in the real estate process. I think we very much appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Stuart Title. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Tell me about uh, any residential real estate war stories. Oh, um, actually, I have a really good one now that I think about it. Um, and it was actually a farm. And, you know, we're so lucky in Kelowna to have absolutely beautiful farmland that sort of surrounds the area. Or if you're in West Kelowna, Peachland area, we have wonderful farm country. It's uh, This is one of the most beautiful places of the world as far as I'm concerned. And basically, you know, someone goes and they purchased a farm. Another survey-related loss scenario um, and the survey revealed um, a, a big encroachment of the barn onto the property next door so you know I'm going to paraphrase here but half that barn is actually sitting on your neighboring property we tried to negotiate what they call an encroachment agreement which basically means we you know we maybe, maybe you can define encroachment agreement <laughs> allowing the property to continue to exist I guess yeah wouldn't you go for an easement or something? You know, our, our first uh, try was the encroachment agreement with the right. landowner. They did refuse, unfortunately. And they said, no, you can't keep the barn on the land. So we got lots of uh, several quotes to remove the portion of the barn that was sitting on their land um, and reconstruct the barn wholly within the property boundaries. So, you know, cut down part of the barn, put it on the other side, rebuild the barn. And basically, we paid $25,000 to have that remedied. Wow. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting story. But uh, you know what happens, too? You know, I've done... I've seen cases where fences have been put up, and so people just assume that that fence is the property boundary line, but uh, it isn't. You know, I don't know about your neighborhood, Clay, but where I live, I sort of stand at my survey stake and put my thumb out, if you can imagine, and close one eye, and I'm pretty sure that my fence is not on my property. Yeah, well, you know, now that you've said that, uh, who's your neighbor? (laughs) Hey, that's a secret. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of coverage, but is there anything that our our listeners should know that isn't covered with the title insurance policy? Unfortunately, title insurance isn't a catch-all policy. So there are things that are covered, things that we talked about today, survey-related loss, title fraud. Um, But there's also some things, unfortunately, that are not covered. The first one that I love to talk about is anything agreed to or known to the insured. Um, And this one's a really tough one because, you know, you're looking at a listing, you know, you're you're deciding whether you want to buy a house and sort of, you know, there's an issue in the bottom in big red bold letters might not be covered under title insurance 
especially if it's sort of known ahead of time. Another thing that's not covered, anything environmental, uh, so things like mold. Uh, we get a lot of questions about buried oil tanks in this area. Those are definitely not covered. You know, we get some really funny claims at Stuart Title sometimes, things like my fridge is leaking, uh, my weeping tiles um, are flooding. I think today we might get a few claims in for that after the weather we've had. Um, yeah. That is definitely not covered under your title assurance policy. Things that happen sort of afterwards, um, what we call post-policy date issues. So, you know, some things are covered, some things are not covered. Um, you know, one example I like to give is if I, myself as a homeowner, decide I want to get a new fence, and instead of going out and getting a survey, I just sort of put up that fence where I think it belongs. And then it turns out that I actually put it three feet on my neighbor's property. That, well, that, that just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't do a claim for something that you do yourself. Yes. But you know what? It does. We get a lot of claims that are, that are like that. Um, so if I do it myself, it is definitely not covered. Another thing is, you know, the quality of the building. So again, you know, my roof leaks, um, not covered under title insurance. Um, as well, you know, on the commercial side, one of the things I'd like to mention that is not covered is parking issues. That is a hot button topic everywhere right now in Kelowna we're all hard-pressed to find parking so there's no coverage for anything to do with parking so so the environmental matters so that's black mold I think is yes what talked about. yeah that's a that's a hot button as well because that's usually not covered with your homeowner insurance either yeah that's a that's a tough one yeah that one and tough to find out if there is mold until you you're you move into the place sometimes and rip a, a wall out or move baseboards or something but, uh, but anyway, yeah, no, that's understandable. That's a tough one to cover. So Jessica, thank you for joining us today. And Clay, thank you for the opportunity. And thank you so much to everyone at FH&P. If you guys didn't know, you guys are my lawyers. So I'm super happy to be here today. Fantastic. Thanks again. FHMP lawyers are rooted in community and ready to help. Send your business law questions to podcast at fhplawyers.com. 